What is up, Internet? This is JD coming at you with uh, Redskin Rant. Um, I believe it's episode four. Um, where I I don't exactly always rant. It's just kind of something that happened. And I'm not really going to rant about the Redskins. I could. I actually had one I did yesterday. And uh, it was a lot of vulgar language. So I had to calm myself down, and I'm doing one today. I was so upset. I've never been madder more mad about a Redskin loss than the one last night. Never been that mad. Never been that mad in my life. My girlfriend was like afraid for a couple minutes. Um, basically, we lost to the Chiefs. Um, to, we, we, we beat ourselves. We didn't lose to them. We lost to ourselves. We beat ourselves in this game. Okay. There's a lot of reasons why I'll issue blame like I usually do. Um, I'm just going to go over that. I'll go over a couple other things I've noticed in the game, and beyond that, we'll we'll, we'll see what else I talk about here. Um, I'm still a little fumed about it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and start issuing blame. Uh, first off, our defense got a lot of injuries. Let's just throw that out there. That was a big factor in this game. Defense got a lot of injuries. Um, I I don't know how else to put that. They got so many injuries. It was ridiculous. We had. Lyman out. We had running. This is the 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 um bye week came at the best time. We have so many guys that have nicks and bruises, and the bye week came at the best time. Because if we if we keep going the way we're at without any guys getting fully healthy, we're just asking for trouble, and it's going to hurt us down the season. Because we actually do look pretty good. A lot of analysts have really turned turned the turned around on the Redskins. Um, they're really giving the Redskins a lot of credit. They're actually starting to talk about them like they're actually um, worthwhile to talk about. Um, usually, they, I, the Redskins usually get smug and disrespectful tones from analysts, but they're actually starting to give them some pretty good um, credit and props. So I'm, I'm proud to hear that as a Redskins fan. We never get credit, um, so we're actually starting to get some. Okay, so I'm going to go and go over blame. 5% is a split between coaching and Kirk Cousins. I'm not going to sit here. I Usually, I'm not going to go off on Kirk. I'm not going to go off about him. He didn't play great. He's 14 to 24. Yes, there's some passes. I'm going to admit that. There's definitely some drop passes. But he also had a couple overthrows. He had a couple bad throws, so on and so forth. He had a couple where he just threw it out of bounds, so that's factored in there too. But Kirk was also one of our better runners. Um, I do not think we committed to the running game enough. We are almost dang near undefeated when we have 25 rushes or more. Um and we did not do that. We we had a we had more than twenty five, but they're not designed runs. They're twenty. It's twenty six total, but like four of them is Kurt scrambling. So they're not designed runs. Um, so we need more designed runs, and the runs have to come from our running backs. Okay, so we need that. We need to. I don't like P. I'm going to say it right now. I don't like P. Run. He runs hard. He'll hit the hole and he'll run and he'll get an extra couple yards. But I do not like him. I don't like Rob Kelly. I like Mac Brown. I want Mac Brown in the starting lineup next week. I would love him to start, and I'd like Chris Thompson a little bit more in the rotation. This is a game where Chris Thompson really wasn't a factor. He only had one catch um, for four yards, um, and he had six rushes for 23. They, he really didn't do much this game. We didn't find a way to get him the ball the way we usually do. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs had a, did a pretty good job of um, covering him. I'm not going to take anything away from them. They did, they did a great job. Um but I'm going to circle back to Kirk and the coaching. The reason why Kirk and the coaching gets a little bit of blame is, one, Kirk did miss a wide-open guy. He missed a wide-open guy. He had about four yards. I think it was Grant. 
It was a touchdown. Um, he overthrew him, which he always does. I'm going to reiterate my point. He doesn't throw great deep balls. He gets one every now and then, and everyone uses that as confirmation bias to say, oh, he got one now. He can throw the deep ball. No, you, you get one every one. I can throw a deep ball. I Anyone can throw a deep ball. Okay? When you throw a deep ball, you're relying more or less on one of two things. Either a guy outrunning the defense, which we really don't have much of, but the one he overthrew was that. And the second one was a jump ball with Troll Pryor. And that's what that was. It was a jump ball, and Troll Pryor is 6'5", 6'4", easily. So he jumped up and got it. Okay, so deep ball is not something, I mean, not every quarterback has the arm to do it. I'll give you that. And Kirk definitely has the arm to do it. The problem is he's not accurate with it. He's not extremely accurate throwing the deep ball. That's that's my point, okay? Um, and, it, and the other thing that about Kirk, he didn't get sacked much. I mean, he did a great job. I don't think he got sacked one time. I'm double-checking that right now. Um, yeah, he didn't get sacked one time. I didn't think he did. I think our line protected him pretty well. Um, I heard someone say this last week in one of my comments. Our, our, our O-line is extremely good. Our O-line is not extremely good. It comes off like they're being good because we've played well the last two games. But our O-line is not well. I think they are well coached, but they are not very well. If you don't believe me, go to the go to the podcast, and I'll look for it. If you, if you message me, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I have it on my phone. I'm not going to look it up while I'm on this. But go listen to Chris Cooley's podcast. Okay. He breaks down game film, and he has some really rough stuff to say about our offensive linemen, especially Moses and Laval. He likes Long. Long is a gr- he says like Long has to be like the best pulling center in the league, and I actually agree with him. I think he pulls really well for a center. It's hard to snap the ball and be one of the first guys around blocking somebody. Um, uh, Terrence uh, uh, Williams, um, not Terrence Williams, whatever. Um, Williams is is amazing. So, uh, but he's amazing, and then Sheriff is young, but he's he's pretty good. So the, there are three decent ones, but there's also two that aren't very good at all. And if you don't believe me, go listen to his podcast. He, he harps about it every week. And once I watch the game film after listening to him, I see what he's talking about. Um, Laval just doesn't move well. Okay, doesn't move extremely well. Um, and Moses, although Moses did well this game, he usually doesn't do very. He's very. It's very bad for him to. He doesn't move extremely well. That's all. Mainly the main reason is they don't have good lateral movement. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I issue five percent of the blame to Kirk. Kirk slash the coaching. So two and a half for each. Okay, Kirk did miss some passes. Okay. But a lot of the blame gets eradicated because he, he threw a dart on the dot to Josh Dobson at the end. And I'll go over that a little bit later. Um, so he, he doesn't get a lot of blame. But where I blame um, Jay Gruden is at the end of the game, we had about 40 seconds left when we threw that pass to Josh Dobson. That shouldn't have been a pass. I'm sorry, it shouldn't have been a pass. Kirk threw it. It's a good catch. Everything. But I'm just thinking logically. We should have tried to run the ball for the first down. Okay? There's 40 seconds left. Here's why you do that. One, let's say you get the first down. You run up, and you want to play. The clock's running with about 30, 40-some seconds left. Okay? And you run a play. Okay? And then you have four more downs where you can eat up clock. One, you can eat up some clock. Two, you can get a touchdown again. Okay? Three, maybe Kansas City panics, and they call a timeout. Okay, and then the upside to that is, let's say you don't get the first, let's say you run the ball and don't get the first down. Clock's gonna wind. You can literally run that down, take your last time out, kick the field goal, only like four seconds on the clock. You could literally do that. There's enough time left, clock management wise, you could have done that. 
That's the first thing. Second thing you could have done. Kansas City may panic, and they take they t call their timeout. They call their timeout. Let's say they call their timeout with 40 seconds left. Now they don't have a timeout to set the ball for a field goal or whatever. You don't know the impact. They might try something completely different than what they did because they all they had the safety net of a timeout left. Okay? So you just don't know the impact of that. And not to mention we could have burnt their last timeout for, for some kind of situation or whatever case, whatever it was. Whatever it could have been. It's made them burn their last timeout. But I'm looking at the upside. I think we could have got the first down. Maybe just have Kirk roll out, and if he has something, um, throw it. If he doesn't have something, slide. If he has a first down by running, run it. Heck, maybe he gets a freaking touchdown. It, it, it hadn't worked. It had not worked all night, him running the ball. So that would have been something I would have done. And although he did make a clutch, I'm not taking that away from him. He made a clutch throw. I'm not blaming that. I'm just blaming the coaching because you got to think about it. Your defense has been gassed the whole second half. Time of possession, I'll look it up right now, was atrocious in, 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 against us. Atrociously against us. Let's see what it says here. Uh, give me one second. I apologize. Give me one second. Time of possession. It was 37 minutes to 22, 22.51. They had the ball 15 more minutes than us. That's 15 extra minutes our defense was on the field. The, strategically, what should have happened was what I just said. Instead of throwing a touchdown, you run the ball. If you get a first down, you have four more plays. You can run up right after that and spike it. Okay, you can spike the ball. You have about 40-some seconds left, maybe 35. You have time to run plays and save your last time out. Okay, but run some clock off. Our defense was tired. That is why our defense let him go like so far down the field in less than 20 seconds. Okay, that is why that happened. Okay, so strategically, that would it would have been better to do that. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I mean, worst case scenario, Kirk gets sacked, and we're still in field goal range. That's the worst. It's a worst case scenario out of that. Um, I, like I said, just let him play action, roll out, and if he has someone, throw it. If he doesn't have someone, you run it. And if he has nothing at all, he throws it away, which is the same result as the touchdown pass we, we threw that was dropped. Um, so that's why they get blamed. That's why Kirk gets fought two and a half because he overthrew some guys that maybe that play would have been irrelevant at the end. And then the coaching gets about two and a half. Okay. Other than that, Jay Gruden called a great game. Um, we we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the best team in the league. And we we beat them. We beat ourselves. They didn't beat us. We beat, the, we beat ourselves. We should have scored more than 20 points, to be fair, my opinion. But we'll take we'll take the uh, close loss, I guess. That's what you call a moral victory. Uh, I don't like moral victories. I don't believe in moral victories, but it's pretty much a moral victory. Um, twenty percent of the blame goes to the defense, and the reason why it's only twenty percent is because you got to give them credit that they they did really. <clears throat> they only gave up two touchdowns. They could have given up a lot more. That team is loaded offensively. That team has Alex Smith, who played great against us. I don't even know his numbers. He had like three hundred and some yards. 293 yards, 27 of 37. He still held him to less than 300 yards. He has he's had good numbers all season. Um, we gave up a lot of rushing yards, but we didn't. We only gave one rushing touchdown to Alex Smith. Um, the one thing I will say, <clears throat> we didn't do good containing. And I said this in my last video. <coughs> the biggest issue we're gonna have is mobile quarterbacks. Um, when we blitz, we blitz in um, with our with head hunting, and we don't blitz in to contain. And a lot of times we played containment. Happened a lot against Carson Wentz. Happened a lot, yes, or um, yeah, last night. Um, so there's <clears throat> two things that 
Our defense didn't do well, and the penalties didn't didn't help us either. I'm giving them a pass on that because, and, and this is why it's only twenty percent. It should be higher if it had been our healthy defense, but one defense was injured, a lot of injuries. Um, Josh Norman, as soon as Josh Norman went out, basically all the the wind went out of our sails. Um, the fire was out on defense. It's the best way I can put that. As soon as Josh Norman went out, it just felt like the intensity was down. They were able to make those short passes. I don't understand why. I think they had to adjust their coverage to compensate for who they put in for Josh Norman. So other people couldn't press, stuff like that. stuff Things like that. Because our defense in the first quarter was great, and then I think Norman got hurt midway through the second quarter, and that's when things started turning around going against us. Um, so that is that is... That is how that happened, um, and I'm not like I said, I'm not going to hold the defense. The defense, the whole second half, they had a lot of penalties, um, I, and I'm not going to disagree with that. But the defense was also on the field almost 40 minutes. Okay, the defense was nearly on the field 40 minutes. They're gassed, and a lot of them aren't, aren't even starters. Okay, and they still kept them out of the end zone. You got to give them credit for that. They still kept them out of the end zone. Okay, yes, they gave up field goals. They bend. They didn't break. They gave a touchdown in the second quarter. They gave a touchdown in the third, and then all they gave up was field goals beyond that. It's 29-20 was the score. It's not. It's 23-20. And a stupid play at the end, just like last year's Giants game. It's a stupid play at the end. We only lost by three. Um, let me go uh, circle back here. Our defense. So, again, let me reiterate. The defense, yes, they had a lot of penalties. They definitely had a lot of penalties. But, and I say this with serious, I'm not messing around here. They had a lot of injuries, first thing. Second, too much, too too long on the field. They were on the field way too long. Okay, um, whether that was our offense scoring too fast, or maybe we were just, we were just not running the ball enough, which we didn't. I just went over that earlier. Kirk Cousins ran the ball seven times. I think two were designed and five were scrambles. To be completely honest, I think two were designed, five were scrambles. So that leaves us with 13, six, 21 rushes, and we need to get at least twenty five a game to hit that sweet spot we like to hit. That could have been enough time to compensate and not give Kansas City enough time. Again, they are, in my opinion, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Um, which means that we, I think, in my mind, we still, we won. We played good enough to beat them. We just have to catch the ball at the end. And that's a good segue because I think 75% of the blame goes to Josh Dodson. Of all the things I've mentioned, an overthrown pass from Kirk, a missed pass here and there, um, uh, I haven't got into Kirk's red zone percentage. He's still like lower, low, really low in the league in red zone percentage. I'm not getting into that. I'm not. He did great. I'm not going to rip on Kirk. It's not a day to rip on Kirk. Um, with all of our defensive penalties and all of our time of possession, all that stuff could have been eradicated if Josh Dobson catches the ball. I yelled that he's an effing pussy so many times after he missed that catch. The reason why I say that, I, and, I, and I've seen this stuff on Facebook, and everyone's saying, don't blame the guy. Could we not? Can we please stop being the fan base that is excuse-ridden? We've had excuse-ridden an excuse-ridden fan base for the last 15 years, at least 50, at least 10. I could say at least 10. We are the most excuse-ridden franchise in the league right now, other, other than the Cowboys. Can we stop making excuses? We need to demand that players make those catches. Okay, that needs to be. That needs to be caught. There's no excuse for that. It is a game-winning touchdown. He had the ball, and because he is a pussy, and I say that, and it's not something to be derogative, it's him being a fucking wimp, okay? 
It's a football term for someone who's being a wimp. Because he's falling down, and because he's afraid to land and get hurt, to break his fall, which you're going to break your arm if you put your arm down like that. It's stupid to do it. Just cradle the ball and land. That's all you had to do. Game's over. Not over, but we're in a really good spot. Let me just put it. We're in a really good spot. Okay? Um, again, game's dang near over if you just do that. But no, you decide you want to put your arm down to brace your fall, which is a way to break your arm. Just saying it out there. It's a good way to break your arm. And when you hit the ground, you fumble the ball. That ha You have to complete that. Everyone's complaining online that that's a catch. It's not a catch. Okay? You have to, on a catch, and this is the same thing that happened with Des Bryant a couple years ago, you have to maintain possession of the ball through the ground. And what that means is when you hit and you hit the ground, you have to maintain it. The reason why it's different and everyone's like, oh, the ground can't cause a fumble. It can because you, don't, you have not established yourself as a runner. This is the argument about when someone catches the ball and they turn and someone knocks the ball out. They have not made, established themselves as a runner. Um, Josh Dobson has not caught the ball and taken two steps or made a juke or something and then fell down and then the ball hit the ball hit the ground and popped out. He's not established as a runner. It doesn't matter if he has his foot in. His foot in matters if he maintains con maintains control of the ball as he's falling out of bounds. As long as he's got his foot, feet in or knee or an elbow, he's fine. Okay? I'm so sick of people making excuses that the, that the rest blew the game. No, we did not blew the game. Josh Dobson did not. Catch the ball like he's supposed to, and that is why we did not win the game. Okay, and I'm hearing all this stuff about, oh, it's a face mask. They didn't call a face mask. They need to review that. Well, first off, you can't review a penalty. You can't. You can't review a penalty. Um, you, you, you can't. Okay, they can review the play if it's called a touchdown. Um, it's, it's every play is under review under two minutes anyway. But they can't, they can't review to see if there's a penalty that needs to be called. You can't do that. It's against the rules. They, they have no rules against about with that. The only thing they can rule is if something is a possession, like a catch, and the spot. Okay, you can't, you can't, um, you can't overturn um, a, a face mask. Um, it's not a touchdown. I'm, I'm sorry. Go look at the NFL rules on what it, what is defined as a catch. He has to catch the ball, maintain it through the ground. Okay, I love the Redskins. I wish you all you were right, and we can blame the NFL, but it's not the NFL's fault. The NFL, the referees got it right. You have to catch that ball and you have to maintain it through the ground. Okay? And the referee blew the face mask. Still, you're making excuses. The excuse, there's no excuse. You catch the ball. You had both, it's not like you had one hand on it and you couldn't bring it into your body. Okay? I still think you should catch that because you just got to tip it back to yourself and catch it. But he had both, cradled it, and as he's falling, he wants to put his arm down. And if you, if you don't turn your body, that doesn't happen either. He turns his body so that the, his chest hits the ground with the ball. It's just stupid. It's I'm sorry. I, I I'm I'm getting irate about it. I really am, because it's a, it's a it's a wimpy move. It's a wimpy move. It's a clutch play. You have to make that catch. You have to make that catch. Period. You have to make that catch. Okay. This is this is the. I'm not going to sit here and say this, but it's kind of the curse of the Redskins that we've had the last few years is we will have these situations, and we won't capitalize on them. That is the best team in the NFL. The best team. I, I'm not I'm not making it up. Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. They have a solid run game, solid quarterback situation, solid receiving core, solid tight end, and an even solid defense, and they have the second best coach in the league. Chiefs are the, sec, are, are the best team in the NFL right now. Okay? 
and we went toe-to-toe with him, and we should have won. Josh Dobson, you got to catch that ball. Kirk threw it on the money. I don't. I disagree with how they managed the clock late, but still, you don't know what happens. You catch that ball, it may not matter how much time's left. And, and Alex Smith has not been had a history of making comeback winning game winning drives. Okay, he's not had a history. He's done it this year pretty well. Don't get me wrong, but he, he has a history of not um not being the guy that um, throws the ball downfield in critical situations when you need to do it. He has this year, but we don't know how he would have handled that. It's a little easier mindset when you know, okay, I gotta get to the thirty yard line, then they're like I gotta get a touchdown, we won't win. Okay, so um, that's the way I see it. Um, other than that, I will say the Redskins played their heart out. This year, I will say the Redskins are, are – you cannot question the effort from the Redskins. You cannot question the effort. I question Josh Dobson's toughness, um, some guys' healthiness. Uh, I, I really wish Jordan Reed would just get healthy. Because we had Jordan Reed and Fred Davis health at the same time. We're going to be so dangerous. And I'm, I'm a little curious where the hell Jamison Crowder is. Um, I don't know if he's not being used. Maybe he's in the doghouse. Maybe he's not practicing hard. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I would love to know what is going on with, with him. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else here. We didn't have any fumbles, did we? I guess Chris Thompson fumbled the ball. I don't recall that. Um, but anyway, um, other than that, I, I can't complain about too much. We, we weren't very good on third down efficiency. They were 8 for six, 13. Now that's 61%. However, you got to factor in, I think three or four, five of them were penalties. Okay? Or, well, five of their first downs were penalties. So I think three of them were penalties. Okay? So five of 13 was is pretty good. I'm not going to complain about that. Five of 13 for defense is pretty good. Everyone in their mother wants to always divert blame to the defense. They did it all last year. Why not do it again this year? Um, it's just, it's an easy target. That's all there is to it. It's an easy target. So that's what people do. It's, re- it's better to blame a whole squad of guys who have to work together in unison to be good than to blame one individual. That's it's This is what everyone does. They want confirmation bias. The defense is always not great, and Kirk's always compensating for the defense. I don't know. It's, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get too much into it. But I do know the Redskins played the best that they can play. They played the best that they could play. Okay? Um, first time this year we gave up 100 yards rushing. I knew we were going to do it. I, I knew we weren't going to give up a rushing touchdown, um, well, to the running back. Um, but um, <sighs> next week we play – actually, next week we have a bye week. So, and again, I'm going to reiterate, this is the, the best possible um, chance for us to have a bye week um, because the bye week we have coming up is enough – it gives us enough time to a handful of guys to get healthy. They can rest. Um they don't have to worry about injuries. I'm going to go ahead and talk about our division for a couple minutes. Um, maybe get a couple more guys. Like, for example, if we get Jordan Reed healthy, our offense is going to get a lot better. We need to get um, Josh Norman back out there. Okay? We need to get other guys out there. Uh, I think we have someone coming off a of suspension, too. I think I think uh, Trent, I, not, maybe it's not Trent Murphy, maybe it's Will Compton, one of those two. Um, they're coming off suspension. Um, so I want to talk about our division real quick. Uh, I do think we're the best team in our division, by far. Um, Eagles are the ones giving us missed competition, but they caught us week one when we were still kind of playing like we were in the preseason. And now that we've adjusted our offense to the shorter passing game, which is really beneficial, um, it's, and, I, and I'm going to go ahead and say this because everyone's going to 
everyone, people just can't read videos and can't can't listen whenever someone talks. They don't listen to the point. They listen to the overall message. They don't listen to the points getting to that message. I don't dislike Kirk. I just think we he makes bad decisions. He has in the past. Now this this year he's getting better after the after the first game he's gotten a lot better. Quit going for deep balls. Just taking the chances. Just wasting downs. Take the short passes. We did not target. It's not a it's a correlation that we don't target Chris Thompson. We targeted him one time in the passing game, and we don't win because we don't have enough points. It's not a it's not a coincidence that Chris Thompson has nothing in a game that we lose. There's no coincidence in that. There's no coincidence that Jordan or um, Jamison Crowder gets nothing in a game that we lose. Okay. Kirk needs to keep the. Well, I think it's Jay Gruden more or less. He he's he's calling shorter pass plays. He understands our guys. He understands what they're good at. Um, again, just there was a handful of drops. There's one where Jordan Reed and Kirk might not have been on the same page. I'm not sure who was wrong. Um, basically, what the play was, it's supposed to be like a ten yard in back. It was like a third and three or something. And Kirk thought Jordan was going to come in, and he just turned around and it went out and turned around and stopped. And the ball was thrown to the left of him, and they missed. He missed them. Um, there were some other ones like that. Um, wasn't too many, but again, I'm not going to get on the curve. He played great. I'm not taking that away from him. Where I've had issues in the past is how he's always want to take a deep ball, and I think that's lazy. I think it's just lazy to take a deep ball and say, you know what, I'm just going to take a deep ball. I'm not going to go through my progressions. I'll just throw the deep ball and hope he catches it. That's the way it felt to me. Maybe that's very cynical, but that's just the way it's felt. And I've always thought, go through your progressions. We have guys open. We have guys open. Um, on that touchdown pass, I'll give an example. Touchdown pass, Jordan Reed was wide open. Okay, he was wide open. He got the first down and moved the sticks, and we ate up some more clock. It's an example, but I'm not. I'm, again, I'm not trying to get on Kirk Cousins. I'm just reiterating my point because someone's gonna say something like, "You said this, and you hate Kirk Cousins, and now you like him, and you won't admit it." I don't. I I don't want him to fail. I'm gonna be honest about that. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think with the weapons we have and the talent we have on offense, and as well as Coach Gruden is is coaching. I think there's a handful of quarterbacks we could have that could run our system just as well. I don't think we need to be getting rid of Kirk midseason. I'm thinking, I'm saying if next year he wants to leave and he wants anything more than $20 million a year, let him go. He's not worth it. Look how good our defense is when we can put money into it. This is why we had to let go of Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson. Because we have money now that we can spend on our defense. We got Zach, Zach Brown. Okay, We went and got um, Swearinger. Okay? We have a, a good amount of guys on our defense that are really helping us right now. And, and we got a decent, good defensive coordinator, too. Greg Minowski has been amazing. Um, so um, now I'm going to talk about the division. Okay, now that I've reiterated my point, sort passes for Kirk. He's more efficient that way. He, we are success, more successful that way. Okay. And for the third straight game, we still had over 100 rushing yards. As crazy as it sounds, we still had over 100 rushing yards. So we were doing something right. We just, you know, we just, we tripped at the finish line. Okay. Um, our division, we are by far the best team in our division. I think we have the best defense in our division when healthy. Um, I don't think we have a great offensive line. I see chinks in the armor. I don't. We don't. We didn't run well last night. Obviously, only reason we had over 100 yards because Kirk had to scramble for a bunch of it. Um, I think that we have a good pass blocking offensive line. I don't think our run blocking is as good as it could be. It could definitely be better. Okay, it's been it's been okay the last couple weeks, but it could definitely be better. Um, I've. I've if you watch game film like I do, there's a couple game, there's a couple times when our guy, we let one guy slip through and they get tackled in the backfield, and then it puts us behind the sticks. Okay. Um, we have the best defense in the in the division. I'm gonna say that because everyone can say the New York Giants have a good de defense. 
New York Giants are 0 and 4. Our defense is actually play, and we and we've played the Raiders, who are top tier offense prior to Derek Carr going down. The Eagles, and we were in that game the entire way. Okay, the Eagles, and the only reason they beat it, the only reason they have as many points they have is because of two a bunch of offensive fumbles and stuff. Okay, um, and I mean the Rams just beat the crap, just beat up on the Dallas Cowboys, and we dominated their their defensive line the entire game. That's one of the best defensive lines in the league. And, um, and we held them to 20. So we're holding them to doing better than any other team in our division is going to do. And we just played the Chiefs, who are one of the best teams in the NFL. So our, our schedule, I think, up to this point has been significantly tougher than anyone else we've played, other than maybe Dallas, the fact that they played Denver. Denver is tougher, or more tough, whatever you want to call it. Um... But I do, I do believe that we are, we have the best team right now. We have the best defense, um, healthy, obviously healthy. Um, we have, a, we have more, more nasty. That's the difference. Our defense is nasty, and everyone's blaming or crediting that to Swearinger. I think it's a, I, I do think it's actually Josh Norman. I think our defense was kind of nasty last year. This lacked the talent to actually do it. Okay, lacked the talent to actually get the job done. Um, we had a little bit of nasty streak in us. It's just we did not have the talent to do it last year. Um, I think a lot of it is Kirk, and I think Swearinger, he's more of an, a, a more personality, so it seems like he's the one, but I really think it was it was uh, Josh Norman. I think Josh Norman was the reason, is the reason why our defense has a lot more nasty to it, and Greg Minuski is a, is a, is a fan, this year, is, is being a fantastic defensive coordinator. He, um, he just pins the ears back, he, he tells them to pin the ears back and go get them. There's, there's no other way to put that. We're covering well. Um, where we're going to have issues, and this, this is re- I said it last week, and I'll say it again, where we will have issues um, as the Redskins defensively is against mobile quarterbacks because we can't contain, and where we've also had issues so far this year. Um, every team we've played and that has an elite tight end or close to elite tight end, we've had issues guarding them. Travis Kels was ran loose in our secondary. And week one, Zach Ertz and uh, who's the other tight end? Zach or Selleck. Zach Ertz and Selleck ran loose in our secondary as well. Receivers aren't the ones killing us. Um, they're not. They're, just, they're not the ones killing us. What's killing us is what I just said, tight ends and mobile quarterbacks. Running backs are not killing us. We were able to close on, on wide receiver screens. We're closing on running backs coming out of the backfield for quick stuff. We're doing that really well. What we're not doing well is covering tight ends, for the most part. I mean, we did get some good licks on some tight ends yesterday, um, which we'll improve on. We'll improve on that as soon as you know we're we're healthy, and um, and uh, mobile quarterbacks, which we need to do a better job of that. Um, but the reason why we can't do that is because we have to get the quarterback. Because I don't think Greg Minowski is 100 confident in our def- in our secondary's ability to cover for a long period of time. I think initially what we're doing is we're covering well initially. And the reason why the Eagles did well against us is because um, Carson Wentz did a lot of time. Actually, the two two teams that did well against us have bought time for the quarterback by him scrambling, big by breaking containment and throwing the ball or running. Okay, look at the first touchdown against the Eagles. The only reason they had that is because he had eight seconds to throw the football. Anyone I can get open against the, against the NFL secondary if I have eight seconds. Okay, uh, probably get tired, but. <laughs> So there's a, there's a handful of things that uh, the, the defense does well. Uh, offense, I still don't think we have the best offensive line. That's going to go, um, that'll go to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And I think us and Eagles are tied for the best offensive line. So if you look at every aspect of the game right now, we have 
Right now, we have the best quarterback in the... No, I, I will say Carson Wentz is a step above Kirk in the division. Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in the division right now. Followed by Kirk Cousins, and then followed by that. Dak Prescott, and then the uh, last quarterback is Eli Manning. He, he, he looks like garbage. He looks like hot garbage. Um... So quarterback, we have we have the best quarterback. We don't have a solid running game. We don't have one running back. We have running back by committee, which works because we can throw anyone in, and it works. You don't have to change your offense around that much. However, the best running back in the division is by far Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I will say we have the third best running core because the Giants don't have a running game. They don't. They don't have a running game, and the Eagles have Legarrette Blunt, and I'm, I would take Legarrette Blunt over who we have. Um, he runs harder. He runs more downhill. And uh, he's just a better running back. Um, offensive line, I just went over that. Defensive, I'll just go defensive line. Our defensive line, uh, us, I don't know. I've watched the Giants. I just don't, I know they're supposed to be good. They have a lot of guys that have, they have big name guys there, but I just don't see it from them. They're losing games because their defense can't stop people from scoring, not because their offense is, you know, I mean, the first two games, their offense didn't score much, but their defense isn't doing much either, so. I will say they probably do have the best defensive line, just overall. But Redskins and Eagles are right there, right with them. I think we're like a half step behind them. And in Dallas, Dallas, I don't think Dallas has a defense. They don't have a good defense at all. Linebacking core, I think we have the best linebacking core by far. Redskins have always had good linebackers. Even our bench, our linebackers that come in off the bench are legit good. Okay. Um, so we have that going for us. And in secondary... Secondary is a tough one. I would say we have the second best secondary. When healthy. Um, and I saw this and people were at, um, wanted, uh, I, I don't remember the kid's name. I'll look it up real quick. They were wanting, um, what's his name, to uh, take care of the starting uh, corner spot with Norman out if he's out for a long period of time. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I, I like Dante Fuller. Um, is it Dante Fuller? Yeah, whatever his name is. Okay, here's the injury report. Matt Ioannidis, this is a defensive end. He's been great for us. He's out with a uh, full practice, but he's still injured. Jameson Crowder has a uh, hamstring injury. Uh, Swearinger has a hamstring injury. That's the other one that got injured. And Jonathan Allen. Apparently, um, Jonathan Allen, it, full practice, but he's our, both of our defensive ends are injured. So, so that's an issue we're having right now. Um, I'm trying to see, uh, is it Fabian Moreau? That's, that's who it is. Or yeah, Fabian Moreau. They, people want him to start over, um, start in at the corner to replace Josh Norman. I don't, I disagree with that. Kendall Fuller has proven to be a very physical corner. Um, how they put him in whenever it's like third and something, he's supposed to guard tight ends. If it's man to man, he does pretty well. It's when we, when we go to zone, that's when our problems happen. Um, so I think Kendall Fuller should get the nod if we have to start someone over Josh Norman and and use um, a Fabian Monroe Monroe as the uh, nickelback or the third corner whenever you need to have a third corner for passing situations. He's too young. He's just a little bit too young. But I mean, he's played great, but he's a little bit too young. Uh, well, anything else I want to go over? Oh, I, I our game. I mean, because I'm not doing one next week. Our game against the. Um, Against the 49ers. I think we're going to walk away with that game pretty handily. Now, um, what's his name? Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. He's going to have 
he's going to know a little bit about what we do offensively and a little bit about our personnel, considering he did used to be the offensive coordinator for the Redskins. So it's going to be a little bit tougher than what a lot of fans are going to going to probably think. Um, but I do see our us walking away with about a ten or ten or fourteen point win. We should. Brian Hoyer, our defense will pick him off. Our defense will pick him off. Our de- There's no excuse in my mind why we shouldn't. We have a better secondary than they have. We have a better defense than they have an offense. They have a pretty solid defense, but I really think the, our offense can score on them. And that's where it's going to come down to. Brian Hoyer make enough mistakes that we can just walk away with a win as long as we don't make the same mistakes either. Um, so that's what I see happening. Um, um, as usual, please like, share, and subscribe. I'm trying to see if there's anything... Injuries, okay. Um, apparently, we have another offensive lineman that um, that we that we have injured right now, and that's kind of an issue when we have when we have Williams stepped out of the game for a while. Um, other than that, um, please like, share, and subscribe. This is JD. This is Redskin Rant. Um, <laughs> I may save it. Um, I may post just just so you guys can hear me yell at a, yell at a, uh, um, a tablet monitor. <laughs> Man, was I pissed about that. Um, sum up. Catch the ball. <laughs> when, when the ball comes to you, catch it. Uh, my name's JD. Thank you for uh, watching or listening to the Redskin Rant. You can catch this on CastBox. If you don't have time to sit and watch it, I recommend this. CastBox is really nice. I'm, I'm not being paid by them to advertise, but CastBox is really nice. And here's why. You can sit and listen to your favorite podcasts, your favorite ESPN shows. Um, I, list, I like to listen to ESPN First Take. I uh, drive a lot, so ESPN First Take. I like listening to um, Around the Horn, um, PTI. Sometimes I listen to Skip and Shannon. Excuse oh, me, Skip and Shannon. <clears throat> um, another one I listen to is uh, um, if you if you want it, I'll put it in there. It's basically it's um, Chris Cooley's uh, game film breakdown. Um, it's really encouraging to hear him say a lot of the things that I've said. That means I'm on the same wavelength as a professional athlete was. Um, so, I mean, it just gives you a new perspective. He goes over player by player more or less than I do. I go over the game and how each aspect of the game was good. Now, the quarterback is one aspect. So he's all of that, and he, he encumbers a lot more than most other players. Um, defense is about squad unity. Kirk Cousins is about his production, and it does matter when people drop passes. I get that. But for the overall, he, he has his own section by himself. Not a lot of players do that. That's why the quarterback's so so um, important. Um, but uh, go to CastBox. You can find me on there. It's just called Redskin Rant. It's a picture of a Redskin. Same logo as the one on this video. And you don't have to um, you don't have to get on YouTube and watch it. You can just listen to it. Take you on the go. It's the same audio. Um, the only difference is uh, actually there's no difference. You only see me um, my hands flailing or whatever. <laughs> But um, appreciate you listening. If you liked it, please give me a like, share, and subscribe. Um, if you don't like it, I really don't, I'm not trying to be rude. I don't care. But if you have a differing opinion, please be respectful. Um, any disrespectful um, comments that have cussing or derogatory remarks towards me or anyone else, I will delete from my message and I will block you. I'm not having that. I'm not having it anymore. There's some in there. Um, now that I've said it, that's going to be the standard from now on. This is not a place to be belligerent. I'm very fair in my opinions, and I'm very honest about my opinions. Just be fair to me, okay? I'm only one guy, and I watch more game film than most of you do, okay? Most people watching this don't watch the game three times. I've watched it two and a half times now. I usually wait till the third one, 
but I'm really busy the rest of the week, so I can't watch it a third time. Okay, I've watched the game twice, and I've watched the whole first half um, three times. Okay, um, I'm busy the rest of the week. I got stuff to do, so that's why I'm doing that. If you watch the game as much as I have, and you want to argue about something, or you go look at the numbers like I have, be my guest. That I'm fine with that. But people shoot off at the mouth, and they watch the game as it's happening and don't go back and watch something to make sure what they saw or the, the verify their opinions. They don't. I do. All right. So my name's JD. Thank you for watching. Have a good one.